Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai studio, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. This is Chicago's number one and most listened to sports station. 670 The Score is Chicago Sports. Chicago Sports is The Score. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The Score! Hit and run Sundays from 9 a.m. till noon. Here's a bouncing ball to short, the second for one, the throw to first, high, off the bag. Cubs get another break. A run scores, it is five to three. Belt had to jump up in the air and come off the bag to make the catch. And the 1-0 to Suzuki. Swinging a bouncer to short, charging, gloving, and throwing to first is Fosler. As a run scores, out at first is Suzuki, safe at second is Morrell. And now it is a five to four ball game. The tying run in scoring position with two down. The stretch by the right-hander Leon. The three-one. Hap hits a ground ball to second base. Flores will throw to first. And the ball game is over. And the Giants have beaten the Cubs earlier this week and a drive to right his third home run of the set and that's the longest one he's hit this weekend well he came in as the man on this team with the most power and he's done a whole lot to show us that it's for real Gavin Sheets to right we gets away Sox man Hit and run Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. to noon on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Chicago's sports station. It is Gabe Ramirez filling in for Matthew Spiegel. Is that his full name? Is that is re- correct, yeah. Matthew Spiegel. The beloved. I got you guys till 12 o'clock today. And I'm broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. 
Those were some interesting highlights right there. I mean, it's funny because Stoney, right before Sean Murphy hit that home run, was literally speaking of said power. If there's someone that's going to hit a homer, this is the guy. He's been <laughs> just right on cue, man. That was right on cue. And I, I know as he was in the booth, he had to have been thinking to himself like, gosh. And then, of course, the Chicago Cubs yesterday, five to four, another ninth inning run, another ninth inning rally. They were trying, man. I liked it. You know, bases loaded, no outs. It's tough. If it's bases loaded, no outs, and you're down two, then you feel really good. But when you're down the amount that they were going into that, going into that ninth inning, it was just, it was a little tough. But nonetheless, the Cubs putting on another good effort. I know you were looking at Ian. I started thinking of Ian Happ making the last out in the ninth when the Cubs were up five to four. And I'm saying to myself, did he botch this? Did he botch this because he knows he's on his way out and he doesn't want to give the Cubs another victory? Of course not. Ian Happ wants to be here. He always puts his best effort out there on the field. It was just an unfortunate ending to a game against a team in the San Francisco Giants who they themselves are trying to figure out who they are in the scope of Major League Baseball right now. Of course, the Giants are just just a few games out of the wildcard four. So uh, we're going to see what they're going to be doing, what the Cubs are going to be doing, as well as the Chicago White Sox leading up to this trade deadline. And to discuss that, we're going to the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book, to talk to Bruce Levine. Bruce, good morning on this beautiful Sunday. Morning, Gabe. How are you today? You know, I was doing okay until I saw Tim Anderson is going to be serving a lengthy suspension. Well, you know, the job of a leader on a team, and I'm a big fan of Tim Anderson, both both athletically and aesthetically as far as watching him play and uh, helping him be one of the top players in the game of baseball. But one of the main focus that a uh, leader on a team has to have is to stay on the field, okay? So I love his passion. I love his game. But you cannot be getting suspended two or three times a year uh, by uh, losing your cool and bumping umpires. It's it's just whether the umpire is too aggressive or not is really not the issue. The issue is you are a leader. You are the, one of the best players in the game. You must be out there on the field to help your team win, especially late in games. Of course, we're talking about the bottom of the seventh. Tim's sitting at the plate. Strikes called. Then he says something to the ump, and then they have a moment of separation. But then T.A. just goes right after him and does make the contact. And you see the ump at the moment. He's like, whoa, whoa, you touched my hat. He's like, what are you doing kind of a thing. And then I think at that point, Tim Anderson understood, well, I might as well get, get, get my money's worth. It was unfortunate that he ended up bumping into him because you don't really take Tim to be that guy. And So what would it look like? What, what does that look like? I mean, because obviously we have a lot of young people listening, Bruce. And, and so what is, if you are upset and you don't want to get ejected, you don't want to serve a suspension, is it just yelling on your way to the dugout? Is it, is it shutting your mouth and just going in because you got ejected? Well, look, Gabe, you and I have never been in the moment in a big league game, okay? And, and every moment for the White Sox is crucial right now, and every bat for Tim Anderson is crucial. So you respect the man for taking it as seriously as he does. You, you respect him for feeling he's gotten ripped off of a couple of pitches there. Uh, but that is the job of the coaches and the manager to fight mm. that fight for you. That's the job of uh, separating yourself, letting Larusa come out, who was on his way out uh, at that point, uh, to separate and uh, mention it to uh, the umpire and even 
get thrown out of that game. That that's that's a function of the manager, and and, and getting thrown out is a function of the game, especially in a tight game, uh, in a uh, in crucial series, which they all are for the White Sox from here on out, and uh, the fact that uh, you know you are the leader of the team. So that that's not your job as a player. Now I'm not saying you and I or anyone out there who hasn't played at a high level understands being in the moment. I don't think we do because the emotion is that high and the professionalism is that high. But you have to understand how important you are to your team and how important, how essential you are to staying out there in the game and not being lost for two or three more. He, he, will, he, is, he has, Gabe, uh, um, challenged the suspension here. He has appealed it. But at the very least, he's going to get two games off. Two more games that the White Sox will not have Tim Anderson, and that is not good. That's a great point, though. Letting the manager take care of that issue, let them get thrown out, because we've seen it work in, in the past, Whether regardless of sport, where the manager takes the brunt of that from the official itself, and then the team kind of you know, gets a spark because of that said ejection, and then they end up playing well. So that would have been great, and then a lot better if Tim's in the lineup. Um, so you said, two, you said two games, Bruce. That's, how far – is that happening like in the Kansas City series or is that – how does that – long does that appeal process take? And then after that, who do you think takes that leadoff role instead of Tim Anderson in his absence? Well, you know, that's a great question, Gabe. I, 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 can't, I can't tell you that except that Robert will be back uh, either today or tomorrow with the White Sox after playing in Charlotte last night. And uh, that's – you know, that's a huge uh, piece. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not afraid to start Luis Robert. Mm. Uh, but coming back from – Coming back from the dizziness, and uh, you know you don't want to maybe put too much on him, but they're not putting him out there unless they feel he's 100. percent I, I wouldn't be shy to lead off Luis Robert. Maybe it's Moncada. Uh, you know he, he's been moving up in the lineup, so you, you can you can always go with him. Uh, you know they've used Garcia before, but uh, you know realistically you want your best hitters at the top of the lineup. That that's the way it goes. It's even more a function of Major League Baseball right now, Gabe, the fact that, uh, you know, uh, people have guys like Aaron Judge hitting number two, uh, you know, <laughs> right. 42 home runs and move him around a lot. So uh, getting getting your best hitters the most at bats in a game has been the uh, the key for a lot of managers over the last five or six years. Yeah, Mankata's been looking good in the two-hole. And then if you do move him around, you've seen Andrew Vaughn in that same spot as well. So it'll be interesting to see what – what Tony does. It's also going to be interesting to see what the Sox do as this trade deadline is just a couple of days away, Bruce. I'm as anxious as anyone else. I'm super excited to see what's happening on both sides of town. Um, do you? What area do you think the White Sox are going to be the most aggressive in? Obviously, there's some areas that they could fill, but which which of, of the many do you feel like is the most aggressively they're going to pursue? Primary needs, I believe, are bullpen, starting pitcher, and a left-handed bat. Uh, the left-handed bat to, to help fortify a team that, you know, has, has slowly gotten Grandal back, and he's, he's starting to hit. He hasn't hit for much power yet, but he's starting to hit and get his feel back for his swing from the left side. He's a switch hitter, of course. Uh, you saw what a left-handed bat did last night, getting the White Sox back in the game, the home run <laughs> yes. for Sheets. You know, so, so left-handed hitting, you know, look, Kenny Williams and uh, Rick Hahn, Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams, both are the, the two-headed monster who run the White Sox. They talk about, you know, we've talked about um, having more left-handed hitting for the White Sox, and they went out and they paid the highest amount of money in franchise history for a contract, a long-term contract, by 
giving Grandal, you know, $77 million. And he's primarily a power-hitting left-handed hitter, even though he hits from the right side. So they did their due diligence on that. They need more left-handed hitting. They say, hey, if we have great right-handed hitting, we have right-handed hitters that hit righties. Uh, that's an overstatement. We don't need as many left-handed hitters. Well, I, you know, I, I uh, respectfully disagree that you do have to have left-handed hitting to balance your lineup. And uh, I think another left-handed hitter, certainly two bullpen guys, a uh, lefty and a righty, uh, the loss of Bummer has hurt them uh, significantly. Uh, they have talked to Arizona, like a lot of teams have, on former Cub Andrew Chafin, who's having another sensational year from the left side. Gabe, the first question people ask right now, if, if I'm general manager X and I'm calling uh, Rick Hahn, uh, the first thing, first thing that Rick Hahn is asking about your player is, is he vaccinated? And oh, wow. in, the, uh, in the question of uh, Chafin, the answer supposedly is no. Okay, so most people are scratching their head right now, like I am, and going, well, why is that such a big deal? Well, the big deal is, is that um, if you are in the playoffs and you are facing the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, Andrew Chafin would not be able to go to Toronto because of the, the laws there stating uh, nobody who's not, who isn't vaxxed uh, can enter the country. So from that perspective, it's a long-range view, but it's an essential view to take uh, when the conversations come up at the beginning here uh, before they start making trades. Chafin would be a perfect guy. I think, the, I think the White Sox could even ignore it and say, okay, if we get that far, we'll deal with it. Uh, that would be a great arm for him. David Robertson from the Cubs would be a great arm for him. He's been there. He's done that with the White Sox. Usually that's a good thing. In this case, neither Robertson or the White Sox, I believe, are looking to revisit that from what I'm hearing. So uh, there, there are other pitchers out there, certainly. Uh, I think Michael Givens from the uh, Chicago Cubs is going to get traded here, and the White Sox do like Givens. So from all of that, uh, you know, a White Sox-Cubs trade is possibility again, like they did last year with uh, Kimbrell going for uh, Hoyer and Madrigal. Uh, that was a trade that this year uh, helped nobody uh, except uh, Madrigal, um, Kimbrell being traded for A.J. Pollock. Uh, Madrigal has been out most of the year. Hoyer's out with uh, Tommy John surgery. Won't be back till uh, early next year. So from all that... Uh, Another trade with the White Sox and Cubs, possibility. Maybe of not that magnitude uh, from before. A lot of people are still speculating Robinson there. Robertson there. I believe, I believe Robertson more likely to end up with the San Diego Padres. Uh, the Padres have uh, talked to the Cubs uh, extensively about Robertson. They've talked to them to them about uh, Contreras. They've talked to them about Hap. AJ Preller, the general manager of the Padres. He's talked to everybody about everything, including getting in on the Juan Soto uh, conversations right now. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals appear to be deeply into the Juan Soto situa situation right now with a lot of executives uh, in Washington trying to get something done there with, uh, with Mike Rizzo, a former Chicagoan, who's the uh, general president, general manager of Washington. So a lot of moving pieces. I expect the White Sox to be active. I expect the Cubs to be very active trading three, four, or five guys. 
course, we're talking to Bruce Levine right here on B9, excuse me, on 670, the score. Jeez. Um, I know. Tell me about it. So, listen, Bruce, I saw that uh, you were mentioning earlier, obviously, the vaccination issue when it comes to players that can be uh, um, traded for with uh, playoff teams. And, you know, I've actually I was talking to a good friend of mine, Alex Gold, who works out there in Kansas City. And he mentioned the guy Whit Merrifield, their second baseman, who isn't vaccinated. But he was in the news because he said he would get vaccinated for a playoff team. So Mm -hmm. people weren't necessarily, you know, enjoying that take. And so. He's somebody that could be had, but you're thinking about guys like that, that maybe maybe just not on the teams that they're on, they're willing to get vaccinated, and they might yeah, do that. that. Is, I mean, take a step back and think about what, you know, what you're hearing there. It's like, no, I don't believe in getting vaccinated. However, <laughs> I will get vaccinated <laughs> right. if I'm going to a good team. It's like, okay, all right. Uh, and look, it's people's choice. You know, uh, that's the beautiful thing about living in this country is you do have a choice. And you and you can make those choices, but I don't know if your health and comparing to what team you're playing on is a good comparison. It, it's a crazy. It's a crazy. Doesn't take. have a good look, does it? <laughs> Not at all. Uh, let's go talk about the Cubs right now. Obviously, they made a move yesterday, trading Chris Martin to the Los Angeles Dodgers for Zach McKinstry. What can you tell us about Zach? Um, off, uh, from what you've seen so far, Bruce. You know he's going to be a utility guy. Good, you know, good player can move around the infield a little bit. So. Uh, you know that that's that's a good deal for them, and uh, you know bolsters their their infield defense. I, I just think that uh, you know Martin, like a lot of the uh, Cubs uh, pitchers, are are being looked at in a great way. One general manager told me that he is so impressed uh, over the last two years with the Cubs pitching lab and what they've been able to do with their bullpen guys. Uh, last year, if you remember, uh, the first half of the season, the Cubs had the best bullpen in baseball, and they traded a. Uh, four of those guys off at the trading deadline. This year, I expect the same thing to happen. I expect not only uh, Martin now being dealt, but I expect Gibbons to be traded. I expect Robertson to be traded. Maybe maybe a couple others uh, along the way. But uh, they give uh, Craig Breslow, who's a uh, uh, vice president and general manager, uh, assistant general manager of the Chicago Cubs, a tremendous amount for uh, the pitching lab and the way things are taught there and the way uh, – Guys are given new pitches and new grips uh, with the Chicago Cubs. Uh, they're just totally impressed with what's going on pitching-wise with the Cubs. And and uh, you're, you're going to see more of those guys traded game. Talk to me about Contreras. Talk to me about Hap. I mean, obviously teams have been wanting or looking into Contreras and Robertson as a package. Do you see them leaving together? Are there any teams in particular you feel like are the front runners yeah. right now? Well, I mean, like I said, San Diego is interested in all three guys, you know, Hap, Robertson, and, and, and Contreras. Uh, let's just concentrate on, on, uh, you asked me about Hap, but for this, for the moment, let's just concentrate on Contreras. Contreras, most likely going to get traded here. Um, no offer from the Cubs on a long-term deal at this point, free agent in November, uh, an 820 OPS, uh, can catch, can DH, very athletic guy, high energy guy. So he should be very attractive to a lot of teams because of the fact that he's a multi-dimensional player, guy that can catch and make a difference for you three or four days a week, a guy that can DH and hit some home runs from you from that position, uh, an athletic guy and an energizer coming into your team. There, there are a lot of different functions that uh, Wilson Contreras represents for a team trading for him right now for two-month buy-in. And uh, and that's that's I think that's a big alert to both the New York Mets, 
and uh, the Padres that we mentioned, but also the Houston Astros, who have good defensive catchers. A guy like Maldonado, who, who caught the, you know, has been their catcher there for a couple of years, but can't hit more than, you know, a buck eighty. Uh, uh, love they, they love him calling games. But uh, Contreras would be an upgrade offensively, certainly there for a team that's um, certainly in the mix. And right there with the Yankees and Dodgers, I would say those are the three best teams in baseball right now. So uh, what, would they, how much would they give up to uh, get Contreras to even more solidify a chance for them being a World Series winner this year? We're going to find out. It's going to be interesting with a lot of teams in the race for those three guys. It's going to be interesting to see what the Cubs get in return. Obviously, they're putting a value on guys that can play multiple positions. During the draft, they put a huge value on pitching. So it's going to see, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of guys they're going to get, guys that are how far away are they from being major league ready. Of course, we're talking to Bruce Levine here on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez filling in for Matt Spiegel. Before I let you go, Bruce, you know, because obviously I'm a Sox fan, so I got to know, Josh Bell, Jock Peterson, either one of them making their way to the uh, to the south side? The Giants have to decide here over the next uh, 72 hours whether they're uh, realistically in a wild card hunt. You know, it's a it's a huge market team, a team that won 107 games last year and just blew everybody away and now uh, really underachieving, you know, a few games over, under 500. But, you know, Gabe, at the best, they are a, a third wild card team and, and behind uh, other teams who are presumed much better than they are at this point. So, I would say the Giants, if they pivot, they'll consider trading not only Peterson, but they'll they'll consider trading uh, Carlos Rodon, you know, who's under contract for another year after this, but can walk uh, after this year because he has an, an out clause. So from from all of that, I, I would say, you know, the White Sox, Jack Peterson, somebody they, they tried to trade for a number of times in 19 and 20, 2019, 2020. He would fit perfectly. What did he do last year? He was a big bat and an energizer for the Atlanta Braves after getting traded over there by the Cubs. So uh, obviously that would be a really good call. With Bell, position-wise, it's a little different. DH and first base are pretty well wrapped up. Uh, you know, you're going to have to sit a really good player on the White Sox if you make a trade like that. Um, so I, I don't, I don't think Bell fits for them. But I, I certainly think uh, Peterson, if available is the right guy to bring in. Got to be honest, I like the sound of a big bat and some energy coming to the south side in the name of Jock Peterson. Hey, Bruce, thanks for waking up early, jumping on, hit and run with us. All right, Gabe. Thank you. Bruce Levine, of course, of 670 The Score, covering everything that's happening in the MLB world. Again, I'm Gabe Ramirez filling in for Matthew Spiegel. Jock Peterson on the south side with the big lefty bat and some energy. I'm telling you, that's exactly what we need. Excuse me, that's exactly what the White Sox need. All right, how did the White Sox fare in their late-inning rally? We'll cover that as well as the tough loss the Chicago Cubs faced on the West. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Coast. We'll do that right after this. I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is Hit and Run on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Hit and Run, Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. to noon on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Chicago's sports station. Back him and Stroh feel like they've been uh, on a really good pace for us tonight when, when his uh, night. But, um, yeah, the more consistent starts we can get from those guys like uh, they've done up to this up to today, I think we're going we're gonna to be okay. Of course, that's David Ross. Uh, it's tough. Tough loss yesterday. For the Chicago Cubs, five to four to the San Francisco Giants. Let's go over the game because they had they won on Saturday, and then you start saying to yourself, or excuse me, they won on Friday, so you start saying to yourself, okay, maybe they're going to put some together. San Fran doesn't necessarily care too much in this in this moment. They might be sellers come trade deadline, and then all of a sudden you get into this good game, and the Cubs look the Cubs looked all right because last uh, Friday they had the ninth inning rally, and you thought the same thing was going to come true. So it all started in the bottom of the third scoring when Austin Slater came up to the plate. Driven into left center field, deep, trouble, back toward the wall. That ball is going to be bouncing off the fence. Racing around third is Darren Ruff. Here comes the relay to the plate, not in time. RBI double, Austin Slater. Giants lead one to nothing. And Smiley had been pitching well. Hadn't lost a game since May 18th. Yeah. He got blown up in his first game back against the Dodgers, but since then has been pretty Tough. much nails. But he's been pitching well, so you, you'd expect a good outcome. But that's what it is in baseball, man. You just don't know what's going to happen on a given day and depending on who you're facing. And then, of course, former White Sox, you remember Mercedes, uh, got another RBI in the bottom of the third to make it 2 to nothing, San Francisco. And then in the bottom of the fourth, Luis Gonzalez with a bomb. Got you. You know, he hits the home run. It was it was, it was pretty deep, deep right. Dave VR, VR was actually on base. Made it 4 nothing. Fly ball to deep right field. That's trouble. All the way back, and it's going to be a home run. Luis Gonzalez, a two-run homer, and the Giants lead 4 to nothing. And you don't see it too often, but two homers in the same inning. And Joey Bart steps in. 
And he cracks one in the air. Deep left field. This is going to be long gone. Joey Bart a tape measure home run to left field right down the line. Gone by plenty. And it left the park in a hurry. Sometimes you just don't have it. Sometimes you just don't have it. You give up the long ball. But fortunately for the Cubs, Mark Lader Jr. comes in, does a phenomenal job pitching two and two-thirds, and then Stephen Brault comes in to finish the game up. No, no runs after that. So that was that's a good little look right there, especially as you're heading into the trade deadline, trying to showcase some of your pieces, guys that can eat up some innings in the middle, especially in some tough situations. But down 5-0, the Cubs didn't give up. Of course Ready not. For- Nelson Velasquez comes up in the seventh and does his thing. For the 1-1. Line drive, base hit, right field. This might drive in a run. Gomes heading to the plate. Here comes the throw to the plate. It's going to be not in time. Gomes scoring, stopping at second is Bodie. Opposite field, pinch hit, run scoring single, Nelson Velasquez. It's now a 5-1 to one ball game, and the Cubs are getting back into it. 5-1 to one in the seventh. And, you know, you still have... Sean, you're the Cubs fan here. Don't you still have hope at this point, or did you already leave and to crack some beers in the backyard in the back porch? I mean, like uh, this game was on in the background, but I wasn't paying too close attention to okay, it. Okay, so it's back. So see, I, that, that's exactly what happens in these kinds of situations. Mm-hmm. Seventh inning, five-one. You don't think anything of it. It's background noise because it's on late. You're probably hanging with your friends. But then the top of the ninth comes. Nelson Velasquez up with bases loaded. It's bases loaded, no outs, and you're saying to yourself, "Okay, it gets a little interesting." You start moving a little closer to the TV. Maybe one ears to the TV, one ears on the conversation with your girl, and then all of a sudden Nelson Velasquez does this. He hits, he hits into the fielder's choice to the shortstop, getting the run, making it five to two. Leon deals, bouncing ball to short, Bostler to second. They get one, and that's all. Did wait a minute, Bodie was called safe at second base. Is that right? Second base umpire Charlie Ramos. Ruling safe as the call at second base. How about that? Still nobody out. A slow grounder. Bodie really hustling. Then you move a little closer to the TV because it's 5-2. to two. And now Wilson Contreras is up to bat. Here's a bouncing ball to short. To second for one. The throw to first. High off the bag. Cubs get another break. A run scores. It is 5-3. to three. Belt had to jump up in the air and come off the bag to make the catch. It's a little tense now in San Francisco. You hear the boos happening. It's five to three now. That team needs a win, man. They're trying to not sell. Of course. And then they're saying to themselves, oh, my goodness, it's happening again. Christopher Morell is the pinch runner for Wilson Contreras. You got guys at first and third now. Say a Suzuki is up. And the 1-0 to Suzuki. Swinging a bouncer to short, charging, gloving, and throwing to first is Bostler. As a run scores, out at first is Suzuki, safe at second is Morrell. And now it is a 5-4 to four ball game. Of course, Christopher Morrell with the wheels. You're not getting him out at second. But Saya, it did break your heart a little bit because you felt like the momentum was there. But you're like, okay, Christopher Morrell's on second. It's five to four. We're down a run, and we got Ian Happ up. And you're like, Ian. So this is this is about when I tuned in. When yeah. Sayak grounded out, <laughs> well, I was like, oh, okay, it's well, five four. It's like I said, first you 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 eat toward the TV, and then now you get one ear to one ear to the TV, and then all of a sudden you're like, everybody, shut up! It's five. Ian Happ was up. He got you're a asking shot the right bar now. to turn the TV <laughs> up. Hey man, exactly. just go any higher. Why isn't the sound on in this place? That's what you're saying at the bar, right? Of course, two minutes ago you didn't care, and now you're asking why the sound isn't up. So Ian Happ up to the plate, 
And you got to be asking yourself as a Cub fan, does he care? I care. Does he care in this moment? Then Ian Happ comes up to the plate in the top of the ninth. Leon, the 3-1. Happ hits a ground ball to second base. Flores will throw to first. And the ball game is over. And the Giants have beaten the Cubs by a score of 5-4. to four. It even broke my heart in that situation. I was watching it, and I was like, oh, this is – I love storybook endings, things like that. The two-run shot would have been great from Ian Happ in that moment. That's what – I mean, Javi Baez's last at bat for the Cubs is a walk-off. Sean, you would have cried. If Ian Happ would have hit him, you'd have been like, why? Why is this going to be his last couple of games? I couldn't handle it, man. It's been so hard. <laughs> I know. I, I know. go back and forth on but it. But you know what? You guys are going to get some good prospects in return, and that's that's the important part. Right there. The Cubs are going to get prospects in and return. And then we're going to get Juan Soto, right, Gabe? Stop that's what you it. were saying, right? No, that's what you were saying. All right, here's David Ross talking about the Chicago Cubs team, and despite the fact that they were down 5-1, to one, they still had a little fight in them. Jan getting it started. I thought Jan hit the ball hard all night, good at bats, getting the – um, getting things started, hit by pitch there. Uh, you know, that's what you need there late, just a little momentum going your way. Um, Higgy with the swing and bunt, David with a nice, nice swing. Uh, guys hustling, really nice baseball, uh, base running play by David. You know, got a lot of, lot of, uh, lot of traffic there. Just couldn't, couldn't come up with that final hit from the top of our order. Of our order, um, you know, struggled a little bit, but um, you know, guys continue to fight hard. Guys continue to pitch. Lighter gave us a nice outing, and Brawl gave us. He sounds like a guy that feels like he's on the cusp of something. If I, did, if I had these guys, if you left these guys here and you just gave me a couple of more people, then maybe I could really manage and make a difference on the north side of town. Drew's done a really nice job since he's been back. Him and Stro feel like they've been uh, on a really good pace for us tonight wasn't when his uh, night but um yeah the more consistent starts we can get from those guys like uh they've done up to this up to today i think we're gonna we're gonna be okay yeah that's what they need i mean but they but they're building that right right marcus stroman comes in to be a piece for the future you can't go out and sign everybody in one offseason the next offseason now you're at the trade deadline you move some pieces that you know are not going to be around for your future window to get some prospects that are going to be able to help the Chicago Cubs in a few years. Then the offseason, you sign that that to me, the offseason for the Chicago Cubs, this upcoming one, is going to be the telling one of them all because it will tell you if they are ready right now to win, or they want their window to open right now, or if it's going to be the year after. If they sign one free agent, just one free agent, then that means they're hoping for next year to be the one where they're going to be in the window. If they do two, Cubs fans, and you got to be excited for that because that means that there's going to be some moving parts that are happening to really make this team a contender in the immediate future. But Drew Smiley, he could be a guy that can contribute for the team in the next couple of years and the guy that might not be on the outs. And, you know, like we mentioned before, he hadn't lost a game since May 18th. So even he himself was frustrated with this outing. It can happen quick up here, like, but frustrating outing because I really did feel like I was making some really quality pitches and it was coming out really good. Most of the night I was getting a lot of swing and miss on uh, my curveball and um, they just did a good job of kind of capitalizing of the mistakes I made. You're only as good as your last game, though. That's what they say, Sean. But unfortunately, before, but fortunately for him, he's had a good season. Somebody that I would keep around if I were the Chicago Cubs, but he understands that some things are inevitable. How much? I mean, honestly, it's out there. Uh, it's completely out of all of our control. There's there's nothing we could say or do. Um, 
I've made it pretty clear that I, I love showing up to work every day, being a Cub. You know, it's a, it's a really fun team to be a part of, even though we're not getting the wins we necessarily want. It's it's a really good group of guys, and it's enjoyable in that clubhouse. But if I get traded, you know, it'd be fun competing for another championship too. So, you know, it is what it is. I, I don't really think, like, this performance would dictate that one way or the other. Like I said, I, I thought my stuff was really good tonight. It just didn't really show up on, on paper. Yes. I love I love that answer. Just based off that answer, I would not trade him right there. But you heard what he said. There was a, it seems as though there was a smirk in his in his voice when he was like, "Yeah, you know, but it'll be good to play for a championship contender. It'll be nice to be out there." And I think if you're the Chicago Cubs or a Chicago Cubs fan, you have to say to yourself, "Everyone is on the table. Who can I get back? How many top 100 prospects can I now put into the Chicago Cubs farm system?" That's what you have to be saying because it's a crapshoot now. Same way you traded, same way the Cubs traded Chris Martin um, to get, you know, a guy, a, an old, older reliever, but someone that you know you can get something in return. He's 30 something, where Zach McKinstry is 27. So now you're getting a younger guy injecting some youth, trying to gamble on another player, hoping that you hit there. McKinstry is an interesting guy, too, because he can play all over and he's a lefty handed, left handed bat. So that's a big deal yeah. for the infield. Again, again, you, t- you say to the Dodgers, you have an overwhelming amount of offense. You can get rid of a guy like Zach McKinstry instead of trying to wait a year or two for him to develop into the player that you know he can be and the reason why you had him in your organization. The Cubs do have that year or two. And they do have, with Hap going, they're going to have some at-bats to get to give away. And you also got someone, don't you think he's going to be able to play this year? Oh, for sure. That's he what was, I mean. He was on the Dodger lineup, or this on the team for the majority of the year. He's just, they're so loaded. You just can't play it. And the reality is that most people are under the assumption that Contreras, Hap, Robertson, when they go, it's going to be for minor league prospects. Right. And You're going to have, have some openings. You got to have some at-bats to give away, and this is someone that you can definitely give those to. All right, I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is 670 The Score. This is Hit and Run. I'm filling in for Matthew Spiegel, who we actually, you know what? I'm very proud of him. Yeah, it made me feel good as a, as a coworker because he texted me this morning. Did he? He's a good guy. He's a nice guy, man. Text me this morning. He said, I appreciate you for stepping in. Pinch hidden for me today. And I said, said, dude, this is what we do here. We're a team. It's like, I always tell everybody I got you. And see, that's why I'm in right now. And then, you know, I get to work with Sean, so everything's all right. All right. So on the other side, because I am a Sox fan, we got to do a little bit of that. Sox taking the win and then a peculiar way. How did they get that winning run in the bottom of the ninth? We'll talk about that on the other side. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Hit and run on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez. Hit and run Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. to noon on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Chicago's sports station. And Tim not real happy with Nick Marlin. And Nick runs in after boxing a ball in his second at bat in the third. Tim can't, he cannot hit him with his helmet. And that's what Marley is saying. And Tony's got to get out there and get in between him so he doesn't bump him again. Yeah, that's not good. 
No, and I think that one's going to cost him. And it has. Nice little three-game suspension for Tim Anderson. Of course, he's appealing it. So hopefully he'll get one game knocked off of there. But it happened in Friday's game. And there was fr- there was necessary frustration there. Sox were thought to have swept the series against Oakland. Lance Lynn gets on the bump. Has a tough start like he's had in the first couple of innings of games this year. And Tim's frustrated. It's five to three at that point. It's the seventh inning. Feels like he's getting squeezed. But Bruce Levine said it best. Your leader needs to be on the field. And the manager has to step up in that moment and take the heat for him. And like Steve Stone said, you can't bump you can't bump the ump because then you end up getting suspended. Uh, I mean, you do like to see some life out of him, Sean. Yeah. You I like mean, to that see was... some, Sean, some, some life out of T.A. That's that's the thing. Like I I felt like until he bumped that umpire, it did almost happen instantly. But I was like, hey, you know what? Ta, get in his face, man. That was a bad call. Like, bad call. And there have been some rough calls before that. Lynn, like you said, struggling. He's trying to get his team fired up. Yeah. Like they were talking beforehand. I think it was Stony on Friday before this game was saying today was the day that if the Sox were going to get fired up, this was that moment. So I was like, hey, Ta heard Stony on the score. He's trying to get his team fired up. Maybe backfired a little bit, but you know. If Tony wasn't so slow, maybe he'd get out there a little bit quicker. <laughs> That's what cats got to be a little bit faster to get to the to get to the plate. But you know what? It was you had a, a perfect opportunity to see if, in fact, that run in with Ta and Marlin would equate to a White Sox victory. But unfortunately for the White Sox, it started off more or less the same way that game did. Slow start in the beginning. John uh, Cueto on the bump, giving up a homer in the first inning to Sean Murphy. High fly out to left, and it'll go. Murphy sends it about 20 rows back, and it's 1-0. Well, there's an example of what he can do, and that's that's one of the guys you worry about, especially when you fall behind 2-0. You know what's funny is the A's in their lineup the last couple nights have had Brown and Murphy next to each other, but it's been Murphy in front of Brown, so it's Murphy-Brown oh, at the top of that lineup. Isn't that funny? No, but, but I see. But I no, see, but I see where you're going with that one. For all the older people out there that are familiar yeah, with the hey, show, I've watched. I've watched Nick like at Night seven. before. Yeah, I was gonna say you're seven. You said how, how do you even know what that show is? Um, Johnny Cueto. It seems as though it, it, what's good about him is he gave up the homer, but it was a solo homer. Right. Nobody on base. Got the first two outs. Ready to ready to roll. And you're thinking one zero. Okay. The White Sox have yet to have an offensive explosion. This has got to be a game. This got to be the game where it happens. And then, in the third inning, more or less the same. Born earlier this week, and a drive to right, his third home run of the set, and that's the longest one he's hit this weekend. Well, he came in as the man on this team with the most power, and he's done a whole lot to show us that it's for real. Seth Brown looked like a bad guy in a movie. You know, when you're watching, like, Major League. Right, And yeah. there's the bad dude on the other side that's just an a-hole. Seth Brown looks like that guy. Just, like, smacked it out of the park. You're just looking at him, and you're like, I hate you. I don't even know you. I don't even right. know you, and I hate you. But I'm, I'm so mad that you just did that. But you know what? To give credit to the Oakland Athletics, they're three and four-hole hitting home runs. Yeah, man. Granted, granted solo shots, but that's where you want your power to come from. And that's what they're getting. And they just need some other guys that can contribute. And the, the same thing for the White Sox. Like, you look for the long ball. When is the long ball going to start happening a little bit more consistently on this squad? You've seen it in spurts. You've seen it sporadically. 
But and, and but when is it going to happen collectively where it's going to pick your pitching up in some of these games? And fortunately, in the bottom of the seventh, I li- Sean, I was watching this game. Watched, I was watching the whole thing, and I'm sitting there. I'm looking. I'm watching the game, and Gavin Sheets come up, and I said to myself, why can't he be like Seth Brown? I literally said, it's, no you know, he had a lanky frame, you know, the lanky frame, the lefty, like the buzz cut, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, why can't you be the bad guy? Be the bad situation? guy, yeah, be come on. Like, that's what I wanted you. And then all of a sudden, he looks in the screen, and he says, Gabe, shut up. Gavin Sheets to right. We are tied. What a great call from Len there. It was awesome. They, 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 were, they were good together. He makes some jokes, and he even did his uh, nationwide is on your side. He even put, I felt like he was singing opera, but, you know, it's about effort. It's got that Stacey King spin to it, you know? You know, it felt good, and just as good as it felt when Gavin Sheets hit that homer to deep right. Andrew Vaughn got hit by that pitch. That was in the middle of the count, too. And once he got on, you're just like, ah, oh, this should be it. This should be it. And then, of course, Gavin Sheets coming through. The rest of the lineup, as it turned over, couldn't produce another run. That is until bottom of the ninth. After. Gets away, Soxman on a wild pitch. Whatever it takes, three to the final. And I love when you manufacture a run like that. To me, that just it's it's the beauty of baseball. Gavin Sheets comes up, hits a double to left. Adam Angle comes in to pinch run, get your wheels on the base, and then Josh Harrison's up. What does he do? He's a professional baseball player. I bun it. And I sacrifice. I get Adam Angle over to third now. Then all of a sudden, I mean, obviously you would have liked to see something else happen. Nice little base hit. But I'll, I'll take a wild pitch. You need some dumb luck sometimes in that instance. So the White Sox win 3-2 to two yesterday against the Oakland Athletics. But it's so fitting, Sean, because they split the first two of the series. Isn't that what? That's just what they do. That's what they've been doing, man. That's a White Sox move. It's what they do. I mean, I think what I think this is the 18th time they've been at 500 again. It's unreal. And Stoney said he said said when you're a 500 team, sometimes you dip a little bit below 500, you get down, and then you win some games to get you back. And then sometimes you're riding a high and you go a game or two over, and then you just be the 500 team that you are. But fortunately for the Chicago White Sox, they have an opportunity to right that wrong and take two with Dylan Cease on the bump. Today, you know, the odds for the White Sox to win, you know, I'm a gambling man. Minus 300. Minus 300. That's good, right? <laughs> Dude, you got to bet 300 just to win 100. That's, oh, how, so that's bad. That's how, no, that, <laughs> that's how bad that is. <laughs> teach, me, teach me gambling. No, I'll teach you off the air some other time. Or listen to my show on Saturdays, Chalk Talk. I'm there, 6 p.m. Dylan Cease mowing guys down. And I was fortunate enough to bet on Dylan Cease to win the Cy Young when he was 15 to 1. Ooh, see, I, I do know gambling lines. That's really good. 15 to 1. And I just thought to myself, he's mowing people down. He has some of the best stats as the all-star, all-star game appro- or, or approached. He didn't make the team. He's pissed. And he's going to stay on this war path. And if he does, and if either of those guys ahead of him falter, Shoei Otani or Justin Verlander or McClellan from the Tampa Bay Rays, if he, either of those guys falter, Dylan Cease is going to leapfrog them. And he can. And you know what would definitely leapfrog him over those guys? If he helps the White Sox make the playoffs. If he can continue winning games, get up there in like the 17-18 and keep keeping your team close in those situations, he can do just that. Going up against Adam Aller for the A's. He has a, and his ERA is 8.07. That's not good. 
You're good at stats. Yeah, hey, see? <laughs> you're, you're good at statting, Sean Sears. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. One and three with 8.07 ERA. So, we, so the expectation here is that the White Sox can win the series, and then they go over to Kansas City, who more than likely is going to be selling and having a ton of guys off ghost their town team. So it's going to sure. be a ghost town. Mm-hmm. But listen, I'm a Sox fan, and I've seen this happen before, Sean. You go up against, you know, the pitcher that gets called up. You got some guys that are finally getting some at-bats, and they play hard. They're not lying down for us. They are playing hard. And then you end up in like a 3-1 to one battle against the Kansas City Royals, and I hope that doesn't happen. But we got to start with game one. Got to start with game one, and we'll see how the White Sox are going to tackle this third game against the Oakland Athletics. Now, the Cubs on the other side of town, they, they got a jump start on, on the trades. They got a jump start on, on player movement, of course, trading Chris Martin, their 6'8 relief pitcher, for Zach McKinstry from the Los Angeles Dodgers. And this guy that we got coming up next wrote a phenomenal piece on the whole thing. His name's Andy Martinez. He's from the Marquee Sports Network. What can he tell us about McKinstry? And what can he tell us about some of the other moves the Cubs are going to be making as the deadline approaches? We'll talk about him on the other side. This is Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.